I can tell you right now, if, if my home church wasn't in Cyprus, it would be in Calvert, Texas. That man can bring the Word of God, and that land's going to be blessed because of you, Pastor Roy. Amen. We've been speaking about that for a, for a long time. Um, please stand to your feet real quick. I just want to open this up in prayer. Thank you so much for, for being here in attendance. Father God, Lord, we just uh, we love you. We, we thank you for the opportunity to become, come again in the middle of your presence, Lord. We thank you for each and every family that's represented here, Father. We thank you for all that you're doing for us, Lord, on our behalf, Lord, making a way for us, Father God. Lord, I ask you to bring clarity where we need it, Lord. Lord, keep us close to your bosom. Continue to bless us, Father. I'm not talking about stuff, Lord. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about your presence. In Jesus' name, I declare favor upon this body of Christ and our community. Amen. Please be seated. You know, we, we have such a wonderful opportunity to gather together and get in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And, and I don't know where... Everybody is in your individual walk, and that's extremely important. But I want to encourage you something tonight. I want, to, I want you to, to open up your mind and your, your spirit and your soul to what I'm going to be uh, talking about tonight, and, and that's, that's fasting. And we do a corporate fast every year, and, and we participate in it. My family participates in it. And I think it's extremely important that we understand that, you know, when we think about fasting, and we've all seen the funny video, and I asked Theresa to, to try to find it for me. She couldn't find it. But, you know... Where the guy goes up to everybody and he's been fasting for like 10 minutes and, you know, I'm fasting and the drama and all that. All right. But the seriousness of fasting is God instructs us when we fast and pray. There's got to be something there. Jesus is telling his disciples, when you fast and pray, in Matthew 16, 6, when you fast and pray. And what he's sharing with them is, is how to live a, a, uh, a godly life, how to stay in the presence of the Lord. And it's extremely important that we learn to discipline our flesh on how to stay in the presence of God. Because I can tell you right now, the world does not want you to stay in the presence of God. In fact, it wants you to see the opposite. It wants to consume you. The wages of sin is death. Maybe not an immediate death. Amen. But a slow spiritual death. That's what... Adam and Eve didn't get, right? They didn't, they didn't get that. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I, I want to give you some, just some examples of fasting. Can we go to the next slide? Because there's many, many places throughout the Bible, and I, I started doing research on this. It was, uh, there, was there were so many things that, that were happening. Uh, next slide, please. So, uh, yeah, so... One of the things, you know, when, when Jesus is preparing for his ministry, he, uh, he fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, and he's in the wilderness, right? And God will bring you into the wilderness. And the wilderness is a, uh, a quiet place. Some people might even tell you it's a lonely place. Jesus found out it's a, it's a godly place where you can hear from the Lord, where there's no distractions. If you find yourself being pulled into the wilderness into it into an area that's deafeningly quiet. You know, I can't sleep without Fox News on. I can't. My wife tells me to turn it off. I turn it back on and sneak it up underneath the bed. 
just that talking, you know, that, that real low talking, it's, it's very important. Uh, I'm not saying anybody should do that, but I'm just saying it's, uh, I know it drives her crazy. I'm sorry, Shelly. But, but we, we have to, each and every person in here, you have a ministry. You have people looking at you, asking, well, well they go to church. Are they any different than I am? Do, do, they, do they appear to be, you know, appearances are important, right? Optics are very important. What do they have that I don't? And I'm telling you right now, it's the joy of the Lord. Can you go to the next slide? There's, uh... Are we hanging up? So the question is, why is, why is Jesus... Instructing us to fast. Why is he encouraging us to fast? And you know, we we make we make a joke of it. We do. I've made a joke about it. I'm sure you've made a joke about it. You know, you're depriving your body of something that it desperately wants. It wants food. Seems like the more we give it, the more it wants. Right? Amen. Or am I just like that? Am I? <laughs> and it's so important that we understand when God instructs us to do something, it's because we're going to benefit from it. And and the kingdom of God is going to benefit from it. If it only benefits you, it, I always tell people this, love and money. If love only benefits you, if money only benefits you, you've missed the whole point of love and money. You've got to share it. I truly believe that. You have to share love. We need to share love. We need to share the word of God. We, we have to understand that Jesus is instructing us to do something, not not... Not to punish us. I'm just going to get off the slides. Uh, not, sorry, Tim. <laughs> not, not. Jesus wants to prosper us. Amen? Jesus is prospering us. You are healed, Brother Bill, in the name of Jesus. Marilyn is healed in the name of Jesus. Pierre, you're healed in the name of Jesus. Amen? Jesus... The kingdom of God prospers by us prospering. We are the kingdom of God. Amen? So when Jesus calls us to fast and pray, what's really going on? What is God calling us to do? And why would he call us to fast? Why would he call us to deprive ourselves? Well, there's many types of fast, okay? Extremely many types of fast. And I can tell you personally, I've been fasting for at least 35 years. I started doing it. When I was competing in athletics, because I found that when I didn't have food, I was able just to focus on my events. I didn't worry about my stomach getting upset. I didn't worry about, you know, losing my cookies or anything like that. I mean, it was just easier for me to just focus on the event and, and, and not only focus, but to stay focused for much longer. And I didn't know anything about fasting. I just did that because that's what I was comfortable doing. So whether it was a, a football game or a basketball game or track or sometimes even for a test, you know. Because a lot of times when we eat, we slow down. We get, you know, we get sleepy, right? Amen? And have you ever thought about that? Why you slow down when you eat? Because it takes so much energy for your body to process that food. So all of a sudden, you know, I always talk about when, uh, one of the things that I always remember when we're doing the corporate fast, Pastor, and we're doing that 21 days, it's really important. And I really take that seriously. Because I really, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not always worthy that we're here to serve with Pastor Good Luck. I told my wife the other day, greatest man I've ever met. And I had a father that was in my life. 
greatest godly man I've ever met. Amen? I mean, when I need advice, when I need encouragement, when I need wisdom, when I kind of find it in the Word of God for whatever reason, and I call him up and he finds it in ten seconds like he always does, or two seconds, two seconds like he always does. You know, and I'm being serious. Pastor, look, it's been a rock of, of our family for, we're going to start our 14th year in June, Pastor, here at the Ark Fellowship. Our 14th year. Praise God. What a godsend the Ark Fellowship to me and my family. We all go through stuff. We all have highs and lows. We're probably all going through something right now to some degree. So why, why is Jesus instructing his disciples to fast? What's behind that? So I started, you know, probably most of y'all don't know this. I know, I know my wife knows it. Pastor Angela knows it. I know the, the Alagalas know it. But about two years ago, I was really struggling with psoriasis, and it was so bad that I literally would watch TV and you hear about, you know, these different drugs that they use and injections and pills and it's Toss and it's this and Cindy Lauper, the singer's on there and she's talking about how she got rid of her psoriasis and it got so bad I called my doctor and I said, I said, hey, I need to come in. I need to, I need to look at getting something from my psoriasis. I mean, the patch on my leg was like this big. In my elbows, I was bleeding through my shirts at work. I mean, this is embarrassing stuff, you know. This is pain. It's painful. Painful stuff. It's called plaque psoriasis. And one of the things that... You know, I mean, I'm desperate. And if you ever listen to those commercials, just listen to the end. And when, when it says it may cause cancer, well, when you're hurting that bad and, you know, I mean, when you're considering that, that that's just crazy. And I started considering that because I'm in so much pain. And I'm bleeding and it's cracking. And, I mean, you know, it's, it's all night long and all day long. It's 24-7. It never turns off. And so I get up one morning and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm desperate. I'm hurting. And I literally, I get down on my hands and knees and I start praying to God. I'm like, Lord, you have to take this from me. I cannot. I just, I, I, I can't take this anymore. You have, you bore this on the cross. Immediately the Lord said, look up fasting. Immediately. I told my wife, I said, I was praying and the Lord said, look up fasting. And I'm like thinking, well, I do fast. And the Lord said, no, look up fasting. Study fasting. Educate yourself. So I did. And I must have watched, I I know, over 100 videos, and I really started looking at, you know, the science behind fasting and what's God called us to do. Because I can tell you, God's ways are not our ways always, and what God calls us to do, we may not even understand what it is. And I didn't understand that one of the great benefits of fasting is it allows your body to detox itself. See, whether we choose to believe this or not, our environment, our food, our water has toxins in it. There's toxins all around us. And they were in Jesus' day. They had smoke. He was a carpenter. He was around dust. I just put in cedar ceilings at my house. I'm really excited for you all to come over and see those. But the cedar dust got to be so overwhelming, I started to get sick. Very sick, as a matter of fact. And so I went to the doctor a few weeks ago, and the Lord reminded me, fast, fast. Can we pull that up on autophagy? Can we pull that up real quick? So autophagy, uh, kind of an odd word, but one of the one of the great things that you find out when you're fasting, and the reason one of the reasons why why we've been called to fast is, first of all, when I'm fasting, and I have this little slide, but we won't talk about. Uh, 
I, I, I just tend to hear the Lord better. I, I, have, I have less in my life. I have less going on. I mean, I can eat six to eight times a day, and I'm not kidding you. I like to eat. You come to my house, we have food. I like to cook. It's, I'm not saying it's easy to do. I'm just saying it's a, it's a requirement in the kingdom of God because God wants us to be as healthy as we can be. Amen? And so, you know, as I started to pray and I started to learn... And the Lord started to speak to me about Jesus when Jesus was being called, when he did his fast for 40 days and 40 nights. And there's different kind of fasts. I've heard of Daniel fast. There's, a, there's a, uh, a soft fast, a dry fast, a wet fast. I mean, I've done them all. Uh, you know, I've done the vegetables where you eat vegetables. I've done a uh, soft fast where you, soft fast is where you cut out food. A hard fast is where you have no food and water. Okay? And in a hard fast, because your skin is your largest organ, you don't even take a shower. You don't brush your teeth. Now, that might sound gross to you, but when you're not putting food in your mouth, you're not putting germs in your mouth. You have nothing to, to digest, nothing to process. Your energy level goes way up. You'll notice this when you're fasting. It's no joke because your body doesn't have to use all its calories to consume those calories. And this is all scientifically based. Okay? And so one of the benefits of fasting is you detox your body. When you detox your body... You give your body a real chance to heal. And so when I was doing research, there was a doctor in 1962. uh, He was from uh, Germany, and he noticed that when a dog would get sick or a wild animal would get sick, he, he noticed that a dog got hit by a car, and it went up underneath his house for 30 days. Mike, you're a scientist. What's going on there? How does that dog emerge 30 days later and be healed? What's What's going on there? Shouldn't it have starved to death with no food, no water? It didn't because of autophagy. Autophagy allows your body to consume the weak cells in your body first, the disease cells. The good cells consume the bad cells. MD Anderson is using it to cure cancer right now. It's documented. Amen? God knows exactly what he's doing. God's plan may not make sense to us. You know, when the Lord was telling me to, to research fasting, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm kind of one of these guys, well, Lord, don't you just reach down and just heal me? You ever get like that? Me, 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 me. Why, 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 do, I have to, why do I have to go do research? Can't you just heal me? What do, I, what do I need to do that? Well, probably because, you know, to prepare me for speaking tonight, right? Most likely to share with you the way that God healed me and the way that God chose to heal me and how it lines up with the Word of God. Because I can tell you right now, the things in your life, if they're not lining up with the Word of God and you think it's going your way, it'll turn on you. When you're lined up with the Word of God and things are going your way, it'll keep going your way. Because God wants to prosper us. Just because something works. I always tell my kids, you know, we were children's pastor here for a long time. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. But when it comes to the Word of God, all you have to do is be willing and able and be prepared to carry it all the way through, no matter what that is. And Bill said it himself. People have been coming up to him, giving him words, right? Words of encouragement. Amen? Speaking over you. Words of knowledge. He goes to his doctor. He doesn't accept. He doesn't accept what the doctor tells him. Nothing against doctors. They practice medicine. 
They practice medicine. I've never thought of the Holy Spirit as practicing medicine on me. I've never gone to God and said, you know, Lord, will you just will you practice on me a little bit just to encourage the people out here? No, I'm here when the, when, the, when the man's leg grows out. We're not practicing healing. God's healing people. Big difference. I'm not putting down, I'm not putting down doctors at all. They have our place. But God has his place too. And so as I'm researching, the next thing I did was I called Alicia Alagala. She was starting a, a juice company, and I read uh, that it's really good to, to detox slowly. And what you do is, you know, you, you cut your food off slowly. You just don't stop. You know, you don't do a hard fast. You don't stop your water, and you have to get everything out of your insides. You know, you've got to clear your bowels and stuff. And so I called her up, and she's starting a juice company. The Lord said, call her. And so I called her up and I said, look, I want to do a 30-day juice fast with you. She said, great. But just a lot louder than that, if you know Alicia. And I was like holding the phone like, you've got to be kidding me. Wow. <laughs> Alicia she transported in my house, you know. She was so excited. She was so excited to help me. She was, she was so excited that God had shared that with her. And I'm going to tell you this. When God comes to you and he validates something, gives you a word of knowledge and you validate it with somebody else, and you see the excitement and the joy of the Lord on them, you are fulfilling the kingdom of God. It may be something as simple as a phone call and asking for some juice. Can I buy some juice from you? But in her mind, what was going on is, you know, I'm starting this company. Do I validate this? Is going to, do I validate this? And they've done, they've done really well. And so I did this juice fast for 30 days, and then I started the real fasting. Are you ready for this? 20 years of psoriasis. My wife will tell you this. Horrible. You never saw me in short sleeves. You never saw me in shorts. Ever. Didn't even walk around my house like that. I didn't want to look at it. After 20 years of struggling, 30 days, psoriasis free. Praise God. I love to wear black. I love to wear dark colors. And I remember I was at work and Tim Twinchel, uh it's when Bob was working with us and and uh, Bob came up to me, and he's my father-in-law, and he was helping us with some budgetary spreadsheets. And Bob came up to me, and that day my psoriasis happened to be really bad. And he said, you know, Big Al, you're just not meant to wear black. In other words, just it doesn't work. You know, you kind of make up your mind, you know, do you want to accept what hand you've been dealt? Or, or do you want to seek the Lord and see if we can change that? God loves to work on our behalf. He, he loves us. He loves to educate us. You know, Bill comes up here, he's motivated. You know, he's, I know Bill's dealing with a lot, but, you know, to digress a little bit, you know, age is a number. That's all it is. I don't have a problem telling you I'm 50, 54 years old. I'm going to be 55 in September. It's a number. It's a number. What we do with what God blesses us with, that's our responsibility. Educate ourselves. Understand the opportunities. And the thing, you know, we, we do a corporate fast, you know, every, every January. It's 21 days. And I can tell you right now, we see more changes in our bodies in those 21 days than we do the rest of the year. Everybody just looks better. 
people feel better? It's because we're detoxing. We're starting off the year right now. It takes discipline, a lot of discipline. But let me just tell you, my flesh needs a lot of discipline. I need that. And I suspect you might too. Mentally strong, Pierre. He's pointing to us. Mentally strong. So as I start to pray about this, and the Lord starts to share with me about Jesus fasting and why Jesus called him to fast, and I think we need to understand that, you know, Jesus' body was, was beaten and, and pummeled before he hung on the cross. And the Lord explained to me that the only way that Jesus could take the beating and bear our sins, the sins of the world, he could have no weakness in his body at all. Not one cell, not one atom in his body could be weak. And I want you to think about that. I was floored. Not one cell of his body could be weak to take the weight of the world of sin on his back. And I truly believe Pontius Pilate did not want to crucify him. I believe he wanted to beat him to death and leave him alone. And leave him in the street and let them deal with him. And they tried to beat him to death. And when the Lord shared that with me, I thought, good God. What an amazing, amazing vehicle. We need to understand this. So I really started doing a lot of research. I mean, I really started to educate myself on different things to do. And I love to work out early in the morning. And uh, that's the best time, you know, for me. And, uh, I mean, I started to feel so good. I started to detox and my skin was clear and my energy was back and all my pants weren't tight, you know, and, uh, you know, it just, you, you feel better. And then I went back to God and I started praying again. So what next? What do you want me to do now? That worked. Not only did that work, I'm not saying I was surprised that it worked. <laughs> I was shocked it worked that fast. You, you deal with something for 20 years, you get scar tissue, right? Mentally, I'm just talking about mentally. Mental scar tissue, you know. And then you have to accept the fact that that's been let go of. It's not yours. My wife always says, that's not yours. Let go of it. You let go of it and you have to accept the fact. And then you have to adjust your thinking. And I, so I started asking the Lord, what next? And the Lord told me, he said, can you imagine in your thought life? Can you imagine? If we learn to discipline our minds the way that we discipline our bodies when we fast, can you imagine the undertaking, the, the, the way that the mind would operate if we detoxed our minds? And I was just, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that the Lord was talking to me about this because I started to, to think, and I think, I, Pastor Roy, I think I shared this with you one time. Uh, a couple years ago, the, the Lord was sharing some stuff with me, and I grabbed Pastor Roy, and I said, Pastor Roy, there'll come a day when our thoughts will be so pure, our minds will be so focused on God. The answer will be no. We won't even speak it out of our mouths because our spirit will condition our minds. Our spirit will just, it'll be automatically no. The answer is no. Now, what's the question? If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, no. And I'm telling you, when we get to that point... That destination in our walk with God, everybody's going to know it. Everyone.
Have you ever had anybody come up to you and say, oh, you're, you're a Christian? Well, how'd you know? I see the Holy Spirit all over you. You ever have that happen? I know pastors shared many times when in Nigeria, you know, my daughter called last night. They were raising money for missionaries. They were trying to raise $1,000, and they had 900 and whatever dollars. And Was that this morning? Was that this morning or last night? Huh? Last night? And I said, well, what do you need to reach your 1000 She said, Dad, we need $100. And I said, I'll, give, I'll, I'll pledge 110 it's a joke in my family, 10% more. Just, it's, I mean, it's, it's a joke, but it's real, right? Called her today. They've raised $1,500 for these missionaries, going to $2,000. You see, this can hold this back, but just as easily, this can hold this back. And I'm telling you right now, sin starts with a thought. And it finishes with this. Always. Always. Discipline this. This has to follow. That's the way it is. You know, if you think, if you go back and you think about people that you really respect, people that may be successful, doesn't have to be financially. Could be a great family or, I mean, maybe you're just having a great hair day like me. I don't know. But you find out what's important to people when you talk to them. What comes out of their mouth is in their heart. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, when you fast and when you pray, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the blueprint for us lining ourselves up, our spirit, our mind, our bodies with the word of God. I don't know about you, but I want to be all lined up. I don't want to be half lined I don't want to be misaligned. I don't want somebody ever to come up to me and go, man, you, you just killed it over there. But, man, Pastor Al over here, you, you get a lot of, you're lagging, you know. We see it all the time in the workplace, right? You see somebody, they can be so mature in one aspect of their life, and in another aspect of their life, they're immature. We see it in our families. We see it in the kingdom of God. Amen? I'm not accusing anybody. I'm just saying we're all at different places in our lives. And so when Jesus is instructing them to fast and pray, when I think about it now, I'm thinking, you know what? No matter what they go through physically, they're going to be ready. Because when they fast, their bodies are going to be strong. Those weak cells are going to be gone. And I want you to think about this. How many times are you under pressure And your body feels like it's breaking down. How many times? You know, when you finish your fast, and every time I do a fast, the hardest thing to do is to break the fast. Because I've I've really taken it seriously. And I want to talk to you about that. There's two things that I want you to walk away with tonight. The first one is, God loves us, and God's blessed us with autophagy. That's what fasting is all about when you research it. Give you the highlights here. The second thing is, when you're fasting, when you break your fast, you have to be very careful. What happens is at a cellular level, can you put up this shot of the cells that I had? Can you all find that or can't? So, autophagy is replacing 
these old cells, these disease cells, with new cells, and the body automatically does it. It's consuming the disease cells for energy. But what that means is, when you really study it and you really get down to it, that cell at the top there, it's wide open. It's consuming everything that it can. The worst thing you can ever do when you're fasting is drink a sugary drink. The absolute worst thing. It drives your insulin up, and then what hits that cell? You'll notice you really lean out when you're fasting. You're burning fat. You're forcing your body. Everybody's doing keto, right? Fasting's the ultimate keto. You're using your fat to fuel your body. Amen? But that sugar, that cell's wide open, it shuts it back down. You know, sugar is one of our biggest culprits, and the, and the Lord spoke this to me uh, when I was doing my, my detox. And he explained to me how sugar is really bad for me, and it causes a lot of inflammation. My knee was so bad, I was in Miami uh, two or three years ago with uh, my company, and uh, literally they told me to stay in my hotel room. I couldn't walk up and down the stairs. My knee was so swollen, so bad. That's a shame, you know, that a, that a 51-year-old man lets himself get in that situation. But I'm going to tell you right now, the situation that I put myself in, God was very quickly easy to able to reverse that just by listening to him, just by making myself obedient, being willing to follow what the Lord has said. It's really important that when God speaks something to you, I mean, the science behind this, you know, you can, you can go look at it for yourself. The science behind this to me is overwhelming how God created our bodies. When I see something like this, I'm thinking, when the Lord spoke that to me, not only does God have a master plan for you and I, he's the master. There just ain't no doubt about it. He is the master. He knows every single cell in our body. He created us. And I always say, you know, today, if, if it was, you know, 2019 years ago, and Jesus was walking the streets in Cyprus here, every teenager would be behind him because he was radical. He was a leader. He had wisdom. People love to be led. People love wisdom. They're drawn to it. That's why we're drawn to this church. The Word of God has great wisdom in it. We practice the Word of God. And I have people tell me, they're like, Big Al, Pastor Al, you know, tell me about your church. And here's the first thing I say. We believe what the Word says. We practice the gifts. Teaching, preaching, healing. We practice the gifts. We exercise them. We use them. The more you exercise, the stronger you get. I just find it so interesting that God has made everything available that we're ever going to need. We put it in a book called the Bible. I was in my hotel room and my phone died and I opened up my drawer and I've got the Bible app on my phone. And, and there's, there's the Bible. And I thought, praise God. Praise God. Because I wanted to get into the Word, and I needed that. You know, sometimes, you know, it's just, I'm, I just, I love, I've always loved coming to church. You guys are my family. I spend as much time with you guys as I do with anybody else. 
including my family. It's always been like that for us with, with the Cotiables. Always. It's always been like that for us. And I hope it's like that for you. And God's really blessed us. And God continues to bless us. And the reason why I share part of this testimony with you is the hardship that I went through because I didn't educate myself or I didn't put myself in a position, you know, to to hear from the Lord. But I'm going to tell you right now, don't make my mistake and wait 20 years. Don't do that. Learn from my mistake and and learn. It's not that I was a, you know, nobody thinks they're a bad person. You ever notice that? Nobody thinks they're a bad person. I know I wouldn't. That's kind of the joke, right? But 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 learn from my mistakes. Don't don't wait twenty years when I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, seek counsel, get in the word of God, read the scriptures, apply the scriptures, live the scriptures. Fasting is just one aspect of what's in the word of God. But I'm gonna tell you it's important. God wants us to be healthy. God wants every single cell in your body to line up with the Word of God. Now they're finding out about Alzheimer's and curing Alzheimer's. I'm telling you, this is the most revolutionary thing I've ever studied in, in the last 10 years that God shared with me. If we will humble ourselves, seek counsel. In the word of the Lord. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a man sitting on the front row. He's got a man on each side of him. If you need a scripture, call him. Call him. Test him. See how long it takes him to find a scripture. Test him. Anybody ever do that? Anybody ever call Pastor Gillick and test him? Amen. What happens? You find your scripture, don't you? Well, I wouldn't go that far, you know. Let's make sure that we're operating the way the kingdom of God is instructing us to operate. Let's make sure that we're doing the things necessary to put ourselves in a position to hear from the Lord. Let's make sure, no matter what we're doing when we hear from the Lord, let's be willing and able to operate in our gifts and exercise our gifts. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the world needs us. There's no doubt about it. I was talking to a good friend of mine. He's a general manager of a major restaurant here in town. And he was telling me that his son um, moved back home. It's about five years ago. And uh, he's a missionary. And he was in New Guinea and he came back home. And his dad was really surprised to see him. His name's Al. His Alan, but he calls uh, he goes by Al and A.J., and uh, I said, really, where's he going? <laughs> he looked at me started laughing. He said, well, the Lord said his new ministry is in Austin, Texas. That's where his new missionary ministry is going to be. In Austin, Texas. Wow. Ministry in your own backyard. See, God God thinks of everything
You know, it's interesting. AJ told me, he said his son didn't, even, he didn't want to move back. He liked being out of the U.S. He liked the lack of distraction, being outside the U.S. I remember years ago, my, my wife went on a missionary trip to Nigeria, and she came back, and she said she never thought about her house, her clothes, her cars, until she started to land at the airport. And just for some reason, she started thinking about that stuff. She started getting her mind cluttered with that stuff again. I hope you don't mind me sharing that, sweetie. should have probably cleared that with you. But what we choose to focus on is who we choose to become. I want you to focus on just two things tonight. Why God calls us to fast. And how you break a fast. And it's so easy. Just just type in fasting in the internet. One of the best ways to break a fast is just simply chicken broth, bone broth. Gives your body a chance to adjust. Those cells are wide open. Okay? Has a little bit of protein in it, a little bit of carbs in it. Don't don't go get all sugared up. Don't do that. Don't eat a heavy meal. Don't do that. Your body's not ready for that. Your body's in a very delicate state. Extremely delicate state. And so we have to educate ourselves on when God gives us something as important and something as great as a gift like this, we need to educate ourselves on, okay, Lord's calling us to do this. He's calling us to do it because he wants to be the center of our life. The very center of our life. God's going to create opportunities for each and every person in this room. To make him the center of your life. It's very simple. It starts with the consciousness of, I need the Lord. I need God. I need a God so bad, I just, I'm considering taking a drug that they say causes cancer. They say that. But I'm hurting so bad. I'm hurting so bad that any relief at that point in time would be better than what I was going through at that point in time. So when I turn to God, I'm just glad he spoke to me. Exercise your time with God. Get in front of the Lord. Stay in front of the Lord. Somebody asked me the other day, they were, we were talking about something. Um, that was for Omar's wedding. And they were saying, well, you know, well, uh, you know, uh, in praying, and, this, that, and, that, and I said, I pray in the Spirit all day long. All day long in my spirit I'm praying. God's showing me stuff all day long. I can be in a business meeting, and I can be focused on this. And I'm not being disrespectful to anybody in the business meeting, but I'm telling you, I've disciplined my spirit to where I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm wide open. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but, but I do it all the time. And I exercise that all the time. And I'm telling you, God speaks to me a lot. 
And I want to encourage you tonight. If you're too busy for God, He's not too busy for you. And I want to encourage you tonight to seek the Lord, no matter what it is you're going through. And if your life is great right now, seek God. Glorify God for the way that your life is going. And if you have an obstacle in your life right now, praise God, because I'm telling you right now. As Tim Titchell always tells me, count it all joy, brother. Count it all joy. And I'm going to tell you this, the last thing I want to share with you. Surround yourself with people that are seeking God as well. I'm talking about your daily habits. I'm not talking about going out and spreading the gospel of peace. We're called to do that. I'm talking about people that you choose to socialize with. People that you choose to spend time with. Yes, in ministry, you have to go out. There's a lot of ministry that can happen in this church, but the majority of the ministry is going to happen outside of these four walls. That's the way God ordained it. And I'm telling you right now, wherever the Word of God says, wherever you preach the Word of God, miracles will happen. It is impossible for the Word of God to not produce results in your life, in my life, and in the world. It is impossible for that to happen. As simple as laying hands on somebody and praying for them. Look, I would have much rather come up and somebody lay hands on me and heal me and, 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 and not have to wait the 30 days. I'm, I'm being honest with you, okay? I just want to be really transparent here. But praise God it didn't happen that way. Praise God that God continued to speak to me and encourage me. Let God encourage you. Let God continue to speak to you. Because things aren't going today exactly the way you want them. Don't turn your back on God. Give the Lord an opportunity to continue to work through you, to administer to you. God will send people to you. They may not even know what you're going through. They may not even have an idea. But I'm going to tell you right now, if God sends somebody to you and you know it's of God, how can you not receive that? How can you not want to be with the Lord? How can you not want to engage with God? Fasting is just one of the vehicles that the Lord's created for us for kinship with Him. Just one of them. One of the vehicles. And I'm telling you right now, the Lord has a calling on each and every person in here. Each and every person. And I would encourage you, if you haven't heard the voice of the Lord, seek it. Put yourself in a place where you can hear Him. I'm walking out of my buddy's house. There's a plaque on the wall that says, the Lord's a really busy place. Find a quiet place to hear from God. Right right there on the wall when I was walking out the other week and I thought, I've walked by that thing I bet a thousand times and I've never read it. I've never slowed down to read it. Slow down. 
Give the Lord a chance to administer to you the way that he wants to administer to us. And then when God does it, share it. Share your testimony. Let people know what the Lord's doing. Glorify, I glorify God's name tonight for what he's done for me and my family. Oh, and I left out that the, uh, the tube of ointment that they gave me that was $300 a month stopped working. It worked for a little while. Look. We need to understand. God wants to touch us. He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. And then God wants us to share our testimonies. He wants other people to hear about our successes. It's not bragging. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm, it's not about that. But it is about you sharing your experiences with people. Because people are always going through something similar. It, 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 never, it never ends, does it? But I want to encourage you to do this. And now I'm closing. Seek God. Make time for Him. Put yourself in a position where you can hear from Him. And then when you do hear from Him, because you will, when you do those things, you will hear from God. Be willing and able to act upon it. And then when you fulfill what God's called you to do, make sure you glorify His name. He'll stand with me. If you have something in your life that you want to surrender, if you need to rededicate your life to the Lord, if you've never experienced the the gift of salvation, or if you just find yourself in a place where you need a kickstart, you feel like you need to rejuvenate your relationship with God. Look, there's no judgment here. None at all. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to ask you to do anything like that. What I'm going to ask you to do is wherever you are, whether you're in a great place with the Lord or you need some improvement with God, I'm just going to ask you to invite God into your heart. And no matter what you need, ask the Lord to fulfill that right now for you. No matter what that is, no matter what the longing is, the separation. God does not want us going through the motions. He wants to love us. Love is, love is both ways. So, Lord, right now, I say the name Jesus over our situations here. Lord, I praise your name for what you did for me with this psoriasis, Father God. Lord, I praise your name that you enlightened me and you instructed me on how that you wanted to cure me of this, Lord. Lord, I praise your name and I glorify your name for what you did for me and my family, Lord. Lord, I praise your name for what you're doing in this church tonight. And Father, I just tell you, I thank you so much that you're a God of intimacy. That you long to be with us, Lord. That you won't turn your back on us. And Lord, no matter where we are right now, each and every person in here, Father, we turn our face to you, Father God. We open ourselves up. We surrender where we are, Father God. We ask you to reach out and touch us with your Holy Spirit. To fill us up to overflow. Every challenge in our life, Lord, for you to meet it. Give us the scriptures, the word of God to stand on, that we can stand firm and know that you're God and experience your love. 
Lord, we'll take that out to the world. In Jesus' name, amen.